Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you doing? I am fantastic. This is an ex- excellent uh, episode for gun control. Oh, God. Maybe IQ test is part of the concealed weapon permit class. Oh, oh no. Uh, hi, guys. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh, we're doing, until the new new season of The Simpsons starts up, we're doing looks at King of the Hill and Rick and Morty on alternating weeks. We do month, two bonus bonus monthly episodes, uh, a bunch of stuff in the back catalog. I encourage you to check it out. Help us out. Help the show out. We have someone to thank. Matthew. The best people in the world? All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do my best with this pronunciation. Eric, Eric Powell, Eric Powell, Eric Powell, one of the Eric. I don't know. It's a cool name. I just don't know how to say it. Thank you. Thank you. Person. Come on. Come on, Matt. Try. <laughs> it's right there. You can do I'm it. I'm going to go with Eric. Eric? All right. Eric, my pal. Eric oh, Powell. This is our pal. That's, I mean, that is nice. Uh, on this week's episode is The Cartridge Family, episode 5F01, originally aired November 2nd, 1997, written by John Swartzwelder, directed by Pete uh, Pete Michaels, Pete Michels. Finished 26 on the rating, Nielsen rating of 10.5, approximately 10.3 million viewing households. The third highest rated show on Fox that week following The X-Files and King of the Hill. So, it's it, no, there's no Melrose Place or Beverly Hills 90210 on here, at least, Matt, right? That's true. That's that's very important. As long as you can beat those wonderfully produced programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chalkboard gag. Everyone is tired of that Richard Gere story. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm tired of it as well. Uh, the couch gag. Everyone's butts are on fire, and they sit down on the couch, and it puts them out. Yay. That's, I mean, simple. I mean, simple. I mean, no one likes a butt on fire. That's true. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, here's, here's a little... Their pants here. on fire. Before we get into this week's episode, hey, it's about guns. It's, a, it's about gun control. We're not. Uh, we, I, I try and keep it all, as little about real life politics as possible, and try and keep it about Simpsons' influence on politics. But you know, if discussion about either of those things makes you uncomfortable or you don't want to hear it, just skip this episode. Just uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, the episode begins with a soccer game, Matt, which is even more controversial in certain countries. <laughs> it can be, dear God. Uh, but we get a, a really great commercial. It, Telling the Simpsons they need to go see this dramatic soccer game. Open wide for some soccer! The Continental Soccer Association is coming to Springfield. It's all here. Fast kicking, low scoring, and ties. <laughs> you bet. Hey, Dad, how come you never taken us to see a soccer game? I don't know. You'll see all your favorite soccer stars, like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruglia, and Pizzozza. Oh, I never heard of those people. And they'll all be signing autographs. Woohoo! This match will determine once and for all which nation is the greatest on Earth, Mexico or Portugal. It's a good commercial. It is. It, apparently, it did its exact job in, in forcing the Simpsons to actually want to go see soccer, which is nowhere near as boring as a lot of people will st- seem to imagine. Uh, but it's it's not exciting. Uh, I would put it on the level of football, American football, I suppose we should say. Uh, but nowhere near as exciting to say basketball, where the action is, is much more consistent. <laughs> I don't know how to parse <laughs> what you just said, Matt, because I think all those sports are exciting in their own special ways. Well, that's true. 
And it's amazing how much soccer has become. Like back then, when this episode first aired, soccer in the U.S. was something kids played and maybe a few people played in college. Now soccer has seen quite the resurgence in the U.S. Uh, I mean, the uh, MLS team. Actually, I, I'm not sure if the team we have in here in Orlando is an MLS it, team it or is. It's, it, a, it is, a, it's a professional. Okay. It's top level. Okay. Uh, top level uh, has gotten huge support. They still build a, a giant new stadium right downtown, which is a terrible place to build a stadium because there's no parking. But either way, but there's tons of people, thousands and thousands of people that go to every single game. I mean, it may be that there's a whole bunch of bars downtown that offer specials. It's almost like soccer is the world's most popular sport. Yeah, it's weird. People have decided they <laughs> like to watch soccer all of a sudden instead of just dumping on it. No, I mean, it's it's going to a game's are fun. Uh, live sports is fun. Uh, but it's a game between Portugal and Mexico. Uh, Homer has chosen Portugal. It's his rooting interest. Okay. I, yeah, I'm sure that was an arbitrary decision on Homer's part. I don't think it, Homer probably liked the flag more. Probably. Uh, Bart likes paella, which are, are you are – you, is that ex- – you have an exclamation point in our notes, Matt. I'm just, I'm just curious. Because paella is delicious. If you've ever had paella, go no, try some paella. paella, paella Even is... bad paella is pretty good. No, 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 no. I disagree there. Paella, okay, okay. good. If you leave, if you leave out the muscles, even bad paella is pretty good. No, uh, good paella is great. Bad paella is terrible uh, because it all is about freshness, and if it's not fresh, it's that's ter- true. It's very bad. That's true. Uh, we get a, a person that is not actually Pele. Do the Pele? There's a fake Pele appearance. That's well, not... aren't there like eight different Pele's? No, there's People only one. Just no, took no, up the name. Well, I mean, there's, there's one super famous one, but I, I thought there was like several soccer no, players this who were not... also named Pele. There are, uh, there are lots of soccer names that are been replicated. Pele is not one of them. I believe Pele is the oh, only okay. Pele. But he's also famous for shilling lots of things. And so he does that. Uh, <laughs> we do get a – I think this is actually an accurate representation of how soccer was at least portrayed in the 90s in American television mm-hmm. where you don't – it's – because the announcer is bored and makes it sound boring, it makes it less interesting than it is. Uh, but then you cut over to a, a European or Spanish announcer, and suddenly it is the most exciting it's game in the world. Exciting. Yes. Um, but all the all the, the Springfieldians who have been, I guess, duped into attending this game, they I guess they did not understand what an actual soccer game was because that commercial was misleading, perhaps? What? A misleading commercial? I, no. I know. Uh, a riot breaks out because everyone wants to leave first. And then they start fighting. And then Willie and his, his Scottish fellas uh, get serious. They're true hooligans, I guess. They start a true riot, which breaks out and spreads into the town. Uh, and and the, the mayor sets up mob rule. What began as a traditional soccer riot has escalated into a citywide orgy of destruction. Reacting swiftly, Mayor Quimby has declared mob rule. So for the next several years, it's every family for itself. Excuse me, sir. I think you've got my TV. Sir? Somebody's got to stop them. Let's wait until they burn the school down. Oh, my God. Homer, they're right next door. Relax, Marge. If someone tries to get in here, my burglar alarm will let us know. Homer's burglar alarm. Quality burglar alarm. It's a a, goldfish in a... It's a, it's a Rube Goldberg goldfish contraption. Yes. Rube Goldfish? Yes, it's a Rube Goldfish contraption. <laughs> Perfect. And the That's gold, probably what they were going for. Yeah, the goldfish gets stolen out of the fish tank, which just, that burglar is faulty, Homer. I'm sorry. Because if you steal the fish, it breaks. Also, what was the fish going to do? Like, <laughs> The idea of a burglar arm is it will tell you no matter where you are that someone has entered your house. And I, I don't think no matter what that fish could do, 
it it would not alert you if you were not looking at the fish. So Springfield has officially become the purge, I guess. That's that's what that's what that's what Kit Brockman says at least, and the the they need security, so they bring in a security specialist to uh, pitch them on uh, systems. I guess. What do you yeah, recommend? Well, a lot of companies would put in a pretty system that looks good but doesn't provide any real protection. Oh, let's get that. But if you really want to sleep easy at night, I recommend sealing off every door and window with bulletproof lucite. Wouldn't we all suffocate? <laughs> well, I should hope not. Let's get that, the suffocation thing. And you can have it all for just $500. $500? Oh, forget it. But surely you can't put a price on your family's lives. I wouldn't have thought so either, but here we are. Homer, we need something to protect this family. I couldn't agree more, Marjorie. You deserve peace of mind, and peace of mind is what you shall have. I'd like to buy your deadliest gun, please. Aisle six, next to the sympathy cards. That's a good place for guns to be, at least. Yeah, I yes. I mean, you're at a gun store. Them selling cards is the, I think, the actually outlier there. But, I, very short, very short first act, and we're gonna we'll go to commercial. I'll hold my I'll help, I'll hold my words for later. Okay, I'm sure there'll be fun words that everyone will enjoy and find the hilarity in. Uh, sure. Sounds good. Yes. But when we come back from the commercial, we see Homer attempting to buy his very first gun. Whoa, careful there, Annie Oakley. I don't have to be careful. I got a gun. Well, you probably want the accessory kit, holster. Oh, yeah. Bandolier. Baby. Silencer. Mm-hmm. Loudener. Uh-huh. Speed cocker. Ooh, I like the sound of that. And this is for shooting down police helicopters. Oh, I don't need anything like that yet. Just give me my gun. Sorry, the law requires a five-day waiting period. We've got to run a background check. Five days? But I'm mad now. Yeah. I'd kill you if I had my gun. Yeah, well, you don't. There's a big shot. He's so big because he's got a lot of guns. But if he didn't have any guns, I'd show him a thing or two. Then we'll see who's worried about five-day waiting period. Sorry, I just had to include all Homer's mumblings because they were hilarious. <laughs> well, then, and then Lisa so, interrupts him, and then he does it more. Yeah, and then he starts uh, grumbling about Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, that was that was not exactly a hundred percent necessary to record. Uh, but basically, Homer is told he has to wait five days, which is uh, good because I believe the waiting period is down to at least three days in most of the South. So, yay the South! It's always important. Crazy <laughs> people get their guns in plenty of time. Uh, and, and Homer basically becomes a, a very angry person without this gun. He has decided this is what he wants, and since he can't have it, he is very, very upset. Uh, he spends the entire time uh, basically sitting on the front lawn, and uh, there's a great montage uh, set to Waiting is the Hardest Part. Uh, is that the name of the song, Robbie, or is that just the main lyric? I believe Waiting is the Hardest Part by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is the name of that song. Man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Good. I wasn't sure. I just guessed. Uh, but it's basically a whole bunch of things running it, in front here, of Homer here, that, that would be that, great. Uh, to shoot. It is the waiting to be if to be like it's it's waiting. Is, oh, sorry. It, the waiting is the hardest part. Well, it's just the waiting, not the waiting. Oh, sorry. Is the the it, waiting. It's just the waiting, okay. and then is the hardest part is implied. Gotcha. Okay, so it's the waiting by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, Homer but, uh, has but, a bunch uh, of ducks uh, running. Uh, in front apparently, of- apparently. Tom Petty doesn't license out his music very often to television, but he likes The Simpsons. And he was on the show later on, so that makes sense. Well, yes, because he's an intelligent person who enjoys good social satire, which uh, I, I think this episode really, uh, you know, it's pretty hard. Do, uh, anyway. Do you know where Tom Petty is from? 
Yeah, I believe he's from Gainesville, isn't you are, he? You are correct. Didn't know you knew that. Well, I lived in Gainesville. There I are under- only so many famous people that come from Gainesville. I understand. It still it doesn't necessarily mean you know it. That's true. I, I believe it's uh, 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 Sister Hazel, uh, Tom Petty, and uh, oh, what was that? Uh, I think it was Groove Shark. Uh, was a business, so it's kind of famous. Those are the three things I actually know come from Gainesville. <laughs> so, if you guys wanted a history of Gainesville, Florida, there you go. <laughs> That's all the important parts. That and Gatorade. Uh, but uh, Homer sits in the front of his front lawn. He has a whole bunch of ducks go by. He has the kids run by, and it's implied that he really wants to shoot all these things. Uh, Flanders on his lawnmower as well. So, uh, let's be glad Homer didn't have his gun at this point. Uh, but eventually, the five days are up. He goes back to the gun store and learns the results of his background check now i believe you have some sort of firearm for me well let's see here Uh, according to your background check you've been in a mental institution yeah frequent problems with alcohol yeah you beat up president bush former president potentially dangerous relax that just limits you to three handguns or less so, yes, uh, now I'm pretty sure it would only preclude Homer from owning assault rifles. I'm pretty sure that's the only type of uh, weapon that's actually banned anymore for the potentially dangerous. So cheer up, Homer. Nowadays, you can probably have as many guns as you want. I, uh, but uh, I, I have two minds of this episode, Matt. Oh, really? OK. What are those two minds? I feel like it's hard for me to pin down. And I was hoping that while we were talking about the episode, I could figure it out with your help. Because it's this episode is 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 very funny and does pretty much like does severely skewer like gun culture, you know. It's not, and it's written by John Swartzwater, who is a a a a I don't know. He's he's I think more pro gun than he is gun control of if anything. He's he's a libertarian. He's I think he is more. I I don't think he's you know in general libertarians want fewer laws. Well, that's true. However, uh, I, I feel like this episode is not really anti-gun or pro-gun control. It's just maybe we should screen the people that are allowed to have guns. Uh, and this is actually an argument for later in the episode. But basically, the NRA people are a little crazy. But when they see Homer, they're like, oh, obviously this person should not have a gun. And I, I think that's kind of what they're getting at here. I Yeah, and I mean, they... And they... They do a lot of like. There's a lot of jokes in this episode at at the at the expense of gun nuts, quote unquote. But <laughs> and like you know the thing like yeah, you're potentially dangerous, so you only get three guns. And you know the 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 the, the we're about to get to the NRA meeting, which has its own you know, things in there, and it's talking about. It, I think the problem for me, and we'll probably get more into this later, is that it it doesn't feel like Homer's phobia. Like there's a there's an array of Simpsons episodes that tackle social issues. You know, there's there's immigration, there's uh, vegetarianism, there's homophobia, there's gun control, and like those are the ones off the top of my head. They do, uh, you know, marijuana, legal marijuana, medical marijuana later on. Um, and I think Homer's phobia, I think, is the most successful one we've done so far, the one we've covered. Yes, and I I think I would absolutely agree. I, it does a, a tremendous job at uh, you know. Showing Homer as kind of this like, everyman kind of, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily bigoted, but, you know, uh, has uh, prejudices, some subtle and some not so subtle at all. And they he has shown that, you know, that we are shown, I don't know how foolish they are, but also shown a little. We're given a lot of depth in character and, and stuff like that. This it, it 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 feels like it never it never quite gets there for me. 
Like it never gets to the next level. It never gets it 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 feels kind of like feels kind of a little bit surface level about all its criticisms and stuff. True, but I actually the more I think about it, the more I think this episode is not really about gun control. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not like it doesn't take a stand on everyone should have guns or no one should have guns. It tries to walk the middle road and that that doesn't tend towards a big statement that makes it very obvious when we it's very hard to get that middle road right. And I think this episode does okay at it because there I, I think if this episode has a point, it's that people like Homer should not have guns. There are lots of responsible gun well, owners out there. I mean, who... you're right. I mean, I think they, the writers even said that. And I think probably, I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably my biggest criticism of it is it doesn't say much of anything other than, Oh, Homer shouldn't have a gun, which I, I think most people would agree on that. I don't think that's like <laughs> yeah. a contentious statement. And frankly, they're up like Homer, the vigilante, he is carrying a rifle. There's other illusion, like there's other episodes that Homer has a gun, and I don't really like most of those scenes either. And I think a part of it is that I just, I just can't find, I just don't find these jokes very funny. I don't. It's just a thing that I just can't laugh at anymore. And I don't know if that's just me or like the idea of gun culture and how it's always. I've I've never felt comfortable in it. I always like there's. This, I think this episode does a pretty good job of, like, obscuring people who fetishize. Like, that scene we just heard where Homer's like, oh, and, and he keeps listening to all the accessories. Homer's like, oh, yeah. Like, that fetishization of guns and gun accessories, I, it's always bounced off of me. It's always, I, I don't know, I've always never felt good about it at all. Maybe that's part of it. Like, I can't even laugh at it. It feel maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly think that's that's the big part of it, that these jokes don't feel as funny anymore, because a lot of the humor in this either comes from, one, skewering people who are, you know, crazy about guns, which that still, for the most part, holds up, because there are a lot of people who are just kind of crazy about guns and their own personal freedoms. I, I think Moe's uh, contention later on is, is very much along those lines. Uh, and Homer being absolutely doing insane things with his gun, and those those don't feel as funny as they probably did. I mean. This episode came out, what, 98? 97, November. 97. So that was pre-Columbine, right? Columbine was 98? I think so. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I was too Basically, young. the point I'm trying to get across is it doesn't really matter that much, is that it's gotten to the point now where we see somebody acting irresponsible like a gun. It's not funny anymore. It's too serious to laugh at. And that's where this episode doesn't quite hold up as well as it did back when, oh, look, Homer's got a gun and he's doing crazy things with it. That's so hilarious. Uh, more than likely nowadays, if someone acted like this, somebody would be very hurt or die because of Homer's irresponsible actions. And that's kind of what this episode gets at. But they try and extract humor from it in the meantime. And it just that humor is not as not, as, not it, as hard hitting. Yeah, it doesn't land as 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 well as it they That's want it the word, to. Land doesn't land the way. And it and it, and it's like, like I don't know. You can watch uh, Looney Tunes and Wiley Cody blows himself up a million times, and it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's that level of cartoon violence. And the Simpsons have never like. I I think there's a certain realm where their violence can be funny and it's usually like three stooges type humor mm -hmm. like you can watch anything, anything more dangerous than a bat to the head and you know a, a fake explosion is, is it's getting into the too real for the simpsons territory and 
I, it's a very, it's, it's really hard line to, to tow where, where they're at, where they want to, like, the whole episode is trying to convince you, like, yeah, guns, like, Marge is horrified by them the entire time. And Homer is, like, you know, treats them like a toy, treats them like a child would, and uh, everyone is horrified. Like, they should be. But by, like, if you made them, if it was full on, like, oh, this is cartoonish violence and it doesn't matter, it, it's more acceptable. But, at the same time, the episode is like, no, these are awful, horrible things, and I don't want them in my house. Marge's viewpoint. By having those two things at the same time, they kind of cancel out like a lot of the. It's it's hard for me to go. Oh, that's funny that Homer is pointing a gun in Marge's face because it it is self operating in a world where this is not funny. This is horrific and terrifying. It's I can't. You know, I I I I have a question for you, Matt, but it'll be later on. Okay. Are we ready to move yeah, on at least are, a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. So as Robbie pointed out, uh, when Homer brings home the gun uh, and shows it to Marge by pointing it at her face. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's one of those things that's supposed to be funny, but just can't be anymore. Um, Marge freaks out because she is absolutely anti-gun. Uh, and then we actually see the family make a somewhat coherent series of arguments about guns that really echo what actual people feel and one of these sides come across as intelligent well-reasoned and the other side comes across as let's say insane no no one's using this gun the tv said you're 58 percent more likely to shoot a family member than an intruder tv said that but i have to have a gun it's in the constitution dad the second amendment is just a remnant from revolutionary days it has no meaning today you couldn't be more wrong lisa if I didn't have this gun, the King of England could just walk in here anytime he wants and start shoving you around. You want that? Huh? Do you? No. All right. So, yes, uh, that's those are basically the arguments on both sides. And I'm sure there are better ones, but those are the ones oh, everyone hears the most. So, I, I mean, I think that's the other thing is like this thing kind of neglects actual any real dis like any real discussion about gun control, like either side of it. Like the people who are advocating for like I want I want to own my I want to to maintain gun ownership and all that are there's not like it's it this is not it's not silly enough to like be completely crazy but it's also not serious enough to actually accurately t tackle the subject and maybe it meant something it meant more in 1997 but it comes off like kind of like. Maybe like a daily, sh like a daily show, uh, uh, monologue. Like that's what it feels like to me, and I've kind of got tired of that. It feels very much like, look at, like, let's make jokes about this stuff, but not actually engage in real discussion about it. And yeah, that's why that show is not doing as well as it used to. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think we've gotten a near, a near to it to a certain point. I mean, like John Oliver, I think is does a better job at actually bringing substance into things, but he's, I think, also mm -hmm. guilty of it at times. But like, if you want to, like, if The Simpsons, like, I, they've managed to engage in homophobia in a real and honest way. But I feel like this is maybe a little bit out of their depth. In order to, to engage with this better, they would have to have more realistic arguments. And the more realistic ar arguments are are a more in-the-weeds argument. They're they're more complex than the show is able to portray in 20 minutes. And that's that's the problem. Like, homophobia is pretty cut and dry, uh, whereas gun control is is not. It's It's... it's 
I mean, it, to people on either end of the spectrum of gun control legislation, uh, it's very obvious. But to other people, there's shades of gray that the citizens aren't able to, you know, work through in 20 minutes. Uh, so Homer uh, basically tells Marge that she is uh, uneducated. So Homer decides that she has to go to an NRA meeting where other people who obviously know more than Marge uh, can tell her the answers. And the more I say that, the more it it, it seems more wrong. But uh, they go to the NRA meeting. Uh, Mo is speaking about how he shot a robber in the spine. Uh, and everyone has a good laugh about his joke about the next place the robber robbing uh, better have a ramp. So if you rob somebody, obviously you should be disabled for life. That's that's uh, the that's the joke there. I, I mean, that's all the the other thing. Like it, the joke is per like that's a an awful thing to say, and it's meant to be like, well, look, you know, people who are gun advocates obviously think we should immediately like uh, <laughs> disable people forever if they are you know thieves and all that, and it, it accomplishes like making them look ridiculous, but. It also immediately, I, I think it hamstrings them later on when the NRA is supposed to be like this realm of reason where they're like, for some reason that is like, okay, but Homer's also ridiculous behavior is bad. Like, I, and that's where, that's where it, for right, me. Well, Homer could hurt somebody innocent, uh, whereas the, they were only harming somebody who's obviously guilty. And once you're guilty of the slightest thing, then it's okay to do whatever you want to that person. I don't know. It's there's no nuance here. It's all like no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I was just trying to make a joke. <laughs> I, I, it's just the the, and it's not like I don't. I'm trying to keep my own personal feelings out of it as much as possible. But it it it, it feels like I think I've come like I always thought like oh man the Simpsons were so progressive and that they were covering all these social issues, and maybe it's like for them even tr it, like they should be applauded for even trying to to cover it. But it feels at the end of the day like you just should have skipped this and made it like kept guns in The Simpsons like a, a cartoony thing. Because that's yeah, like in other episodes where there's guns, it's usually just like this really cartoonish, silly Looney Tunes type of uh, you know treatment. But in this, there's suddenly like this horrific thing and it feels really discordant. Yeah, you know, like you said, every other episode, guns are just this silly thing, like they are in cartoons, like GI Joe guns. You know, they shoot lasers instead of actual bullets, and just well, well. Anyway, red, red and blue lasers. There's two. Red there's a difference, lasers, Matt. There's red and blue. They're different colors. Uh huh. You know what? Okay. Anyway. Well, well, Matt. No, no, knowing is half the battle, right? That's true. You know what the other half the battle is? Uh, not getting shot. Red and blue lasers, 25% each. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, after hearing Moe's story, uh, Homer wants to join the NRA for life because uh, Homer's a joiner and uh, it's quick to make decisions. Uh, he goes home and, and there's just a montage of him doing absolutely horrific things with a gun. Uh, I believe he opens a beer with a gun that may be later in the episode. That's uh, he does skeet yeah. shooting with. OK, he does skeet shooting with dinner plates. He does do that. Um, he does, yeah, and, him and, and, Bart, they and throw finish, finishes off a plate that when it lands on the ground. Well, yeah, obviously you can't let a, a plate be shot. Basically, if you miss the first time, uh, it changed the conditions so you absolutely cannot fail rather than trying again. At least, at least his shots aren't going to hurt anybody else because if you if you throw plates in the air and you shoot up in the air, that bullet's going to come down somewhere and probably hurt somebody else. So at least if he's shooting them on the ground, he's probably not going to maim somebody else. At least there's that. Uh, but Homer, of course, brings his gun to the dinner table. 
uh, which Marge has already banned. Homer not realizing the breakfast table and the dinner table are the same thing, because in his eyes, obviously, they're not. And Homer says, okay, you know, it's it's perfectly safe, shoots a picture of Marge hanging in the kitchen, then puts the safety on, and fails at that, I guess, because he, sh- he shoots the picture again, uh, and then puts the gun down, where it proceeds to go off, shoot a knife, which flies into Marge's face and the picture. So, as we can see, the gun is definitely anti-Marge, which is the real issue here in this episode is is guns are against march in every possible way <laughs> I, I mean lisa brings up a fair point in that him somehow managing to deflect a bullet to make a knife launch into the picture is pretty cool that's true it's the kind of thing that he'd never be able to do on purpose of course yeah i and i agree i agree with lisa in this case that that is a pretty cool thing that just yeah. randomly happens yeah, Marge, of course, at this point says, I think you'll agree I put up with a lot in this marriage and the kids have to tell Homer not to respond to that, <laughs> which I love the kids sometimes act as Homer's uh, second thought process because Homer will say the dumbest thing possible at all times. And uh, But I have to ask, is this really the first time she's feared for their lives? Because there have been a lot of times when crazy stuff has happened in Simpsons where I feel like she should have feared for their lives. Well, I, I think that's the thing, like. We have seen the, the the family go through a lot of insane Homer ideas. Like, he was brewing explosive moonshine in their basement, just like last season. And, like, blowing up parts of the house. And that was very cartoony. And so you immediately forgive it. You know, it's it's Homer, like, Homer yeah. trying to pass it off as farts. Like, that's that's funny. That's really, that's a great joke. It's it's stupid, but it, it owns its stupidity and its silliness and its cartoonishness. But then this is Marge, like, making this very earnest, heartfelt plea about, I have never felt threatened before. And it's hard not to go, well, Marge, you've married to Homer Simpson. We have seen many situations already where mm-hmm. Homer has threatened at least his own life and probably yours as well. And yeah. when you try and, like, bring that into war- part of the reason about, like, Marge being upset at Homer and, like, oh, I'm I'm actually, for the first time, truly terrified. and you have to take her word for it. Uh, like, I, I, I don't think you can, like, you can't say, oh, well, no, that's not real. Like, I think you have to at, take her at her word, at, the character at her word, and say, oh, she feels she feels threatened because Homer has a gun in the house. And That's true. Marge is not scared of cartoon violence. She's scared of real violence, and, which is a accurate thing to be scared of. Yeah, but when you do that, when you bring that into the equation, it messes up the conception of what you can expect in this episode and what is real and what is not real and it's really it's a weird thing and i think that's the thing that was mostly has confused me every time i thought about this episode and then rewatched it it's that weird kind of place where it's supposed to be funny but it's also utterly i can't like it's hard for me to laugh at something when marge is like no i'm actually scared for my life I'm like, well, that's if I laughed at that, that makes me a jerk. I can't. I'm not going to laugh at her then. I'm going to. It suddenly makes every it makes it changes the tone of the episode for me. And it's it's yeah. a struggle for me to like. It's hard for me to enjoy necessarily when Marge is at her word terrified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like you said, that changes the tone to the point where this is not cartoon. Violence. It's obvious that some of the characters are in fear and very rarely are the characters actually in for real dread fear. And this is one of the first times I can remember that you feel that the fear is not cartoon fear of something crazy happening. It's, it's real dread, the kind of a real person would feel, but because of Marge's fear, Homer says he will get rid of the gun. Homer being Homer obviously does not. Uh, he hides it in the vegetable drawer where Bart, when looking for fudgicles, 
<laughs> Matt, finds it. Matt, and it, Matt, it's mm. Fudge Sickles. Come on. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, uh, I thought it was Fudgicles. My bad. <laughs> uh, Bart and Milhouse try to William Tellet, and uh, it does not go well for them, obviously, uh, or would not have. But March jumps in to stop it at the last possible moment. <gasps> Bart! Oh, I see Bart gets to have a gun. You lied to me. You promised to get rid of this gun. I put it in a safe place, Marge. I mean, what are the odds the boy would look in a vegetable crisper? How could you? Of all the terrible things you've ever done in your life, this is the worst, the most despicable. But Marge, I swear to you, I never thought you'd find out. Until you decide what's more important, your gun or your family, we can't live in the same house. Come on, kids. So this is the thanks I get for protecting my family? Then go. I'll be just fine. Do you know how to cook dinner? Do I? So at the very least, uh, Homer now has Millhouse to make dinner for him. But the family has left. And then we go to a commercial. Yeah, uh, the Millhouse bit is very funny. Uh, but uh, the the ugh. Homer's beha- oh, mm, it's hard for me sometimes. Uh, yeah, this is this is jerk Homer. I was gonna. Well, we're gonna I, hard. I was gonna say we're gonna. I will wait a bit. I want to ask you a question. Uh, so Marge and the kids. They, they we come back and Marge and the kids are going to Patty Selma somewhere to stay. Uh, but Matt says they're gaslighting a TV repairman. <laughs> they're like, I would, well, say, true, they I would say they're more kidnapping a TV repairman more than gaslighting. Well, they gaslighted to get him there, and then, then they're kidnapping. <laughs> sure. Uh, Homer decides, uh, because the family's gone, and now he can kind of relish in his gun ownership, he decides to invite uh, the NRA, his all his friends, uh, his new friends in the NRA, to, to have a meeting at his house. He can host a meeting. And that's how, with a few minor adjustments, you can turn a regular gun into five guns. Here's some more chocolate curls, gun buddy. Anyone else want a beer? Homer, you use your gun as a can opener? I use it for everything. Watch me turn on the TV. I've never seen such recklessness. You might have hurt someone. Are you some kind of moron? Yeah, but... Hey, yuts. Guns aren't toys. They're for family protection, hunting dangerous or delicious animals, and keeping the King of England out of your face. Your membership card, please, Homer. Oh. I'll also need to remove your tattoo. I didn't get one yet. Rats. Now, since you're no longer a member, please go outside until the meeting is over. <laughs> they get to the party along with party the, it up with the weekend update the, the update whatever that is the ion springfield theme it sounds what that sounds yeah. like to me it's weird it's it's like uh the nra is reasonable in this and well to be fair i don't think the current nra would kick homer out but at least at some point well, in the past I, the thing with this is like we have seen the nra one mo like them applauding mo disabling uh hand permanently handicapping some thief and then him demonstrating how you can turn one gun into five and you know those things are laughable on the surface right and they are meant to portray like look at these crazy gun nuts but then then you turn and they are supposed to be represent rep you know uh, respectable 
gun culture, and then they themselves are disgusted by Homer's behavior. And I think the point of that is to basically have Homer called out as having particularly egregious gun habits. Yeah, and I mean, I understand the the the, the purpose. I guess I think my point of contention is Homer's like, but what? I kind of agree with Homer in that, and like that is a fine line. Like their behavior is not like, yeah, they're not using a gun to open up a can, but it's like Homer's behavior. Like it is, is crazy, but it's also so crazy that no one in their right mind would think that's appropriate. And like, that's not a stand. That's not like saying something about guns when you go, Oh yeah. Using a gun to turn on your television is bad. Well, yeah, no kidding. No one, there's no one, there, there's a, it's a, it's a straw man. You know, there's no, there's no one who's arguing that except for Homer Simpson. And when you're saying that, oh, Homer Simpson is not a, a good gun owner. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you. I, I, I don't know. I want, if you're gonna do a social issue thing, make a stand, say something like more than Homer Simpson shouldn't own a gun. Which I think is the uh, the point of this episode is that Homer Simpson like they go too far into the the issue. If it was just Homer Simpson should not own a gun, they probably didn't need to bring the NRA and make fun of those people into it. I mean, there are other ways to have done this episode to say that than because it, it smacks of uh, being a social issue episode when it really isn't. And I think that's where the the disconnect is. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think that. I don't know. It's 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 an. I I mean I'm not like saying it's an easy thing to do because like that. Uh, there's a King of the Hill episode that we recently talked about for the Patreon that actually I thought was a really good look at gun culture and it was actually as balanced as you see in in like popular fiction. Um, you remember the name of that episode, Matt? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Yeah, it's the first episode of season two: How to Fire a Rifle Without Really Trying. Ah, yes. And I thought that was actually a pretty good, like, an, actually a, a look at uh, gun culture in a really interesting way that isn't, like, that doesn't make gun violence the joke and also is, I, I don't know, somewhat respect, respectful towards gun owners. Uh, this does neither of those things. Um, and I, I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's really hard to do right. And I think at the end of the day, I would probably just say they should have been shouldn't have tried even like this was i think this this is an episode that i uh, got pushed back a few seasons like they had the, uh, this idea several seasons earlier and then they eventually just pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and then they had john swartzwelder write it who is a i don't know i don't know i want to say gun advocate but i think he's more pro-gun than anti-gun like pro-gun he's more pro-gun than pro-gun control um words mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but okay so they kick homer out homer is not allowed in the club again which is, uh, I, I, you know, I like, there's a lot of things in this episode I do like. I don't want to sound too negative because I think that it is, there's a lot of things around this, the, around the story that I think are very funny, a lot of jokes and gags. And I think that it, it it's not that it doesn't understand the, it mostly, I think, understands the characters too. I, I think Swartzwelder actually has a pretty good handle on characters in general. It's just that when you put them in this situation, I feel like there's a couple things that stand out as wrong to me. Uh, like the idea of Homer having to be rejected by multiple groups before he realizes his mistakes. Like, I think that's exactly Homer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly what it takes for Homer to realize. Oh, right. Wait, Homer can realize his mistakes? Really? Huh. Well, sort of. It, uh, that's an, uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Um, A little bit. Uh, the Marge and the kids stay at the Sleepy Easy Motel, which is, you know, of course, the, the lights are off, so it's Sleepy Motel. 
And uh, uh, Mark, Bart inadvertently tries to solicit some prostitutes. He does not want a good time, Marge asserts. He really doesn't. No, not, not the kind of time they're talking about. No, uh, the the I like the 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 that the television and the Bible are coin operated. That's really good. Yep. I the and, Bible and the vibrating bed that that uh, breaks. Yes, yeah, the the bed that doesn't turn off. Uh, that's really great. But you know, the, they're camping out. They're just staying somewhere, I suppose. I don't. Can they just go to the Flanders? I think the Flanders would take them in, right? Probably. Especially if they explain what the issue was. Yeah, I think they would understand. But uh, Homer, now that he's been kicked out of the NRA, realizes that he really wants his family back. This gun cost me everything. My wife, my kids, everything but my precious, precious gun. This stinks. I want my family back. So, uh, and there, contrition. Bart, no, no, Bart, Homer, Bart, Homer realizing I, I, this gun, I want my family more than I want this gun, right? Yes, that, that's, that's Homer's, uh, the one way he grows in this episode, but then they pretty much counteract it very soon afterwards. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, so he goes to the motel, he tracks down uh, Marge and the kids, and uh, comes back to her and apologizes, uh, and, and says, no, the gun's gone. Oh, honey, please come home. I need you. It's dark in the house, and I'm hungry and lonesome, and there's no one there to hear my various witty remarks. What about the gun? It's gone for good, Marge. I finally realized, what's the point of having a gun for protection if you've got no one to protect? Oh, homie. Mm. Come on, kids. We're going home. Yay! <laughs> Which the kids have been... Racing the, the was it smelly and spotty the, the or the, the smelly and spotty are the names of the best, yes, which is smelly fant- and spotty, yeah. also fantastic. Um, so they they are they're going to check out the hotel and motel, excuse me, they're not in some fancy hotel, they're in a motel with an M. It's a very important distinction. Mm-hmm. They get it gets robbed. Quimby is there and he gets taken hostage by uh, Snake. He wants to steal whatever money the hotel, the motel has. It can't be that much, but whatever. And uh, Homer shows. Pulls out a gun in this situation and showing that, no, he actually lied. He did not give up the gun. He still has it. Uh, it's not loaded, at least. There's that. But uh, Snake takes the gun from him, uh, then uses an empty gun to rob the bullets from him. <laughs> because Homer is a smart, smart uh, guy. Yeah, Homer's all great. He's a real smart guy. Uh, but then uh, the NRA members show up. Not the police. The NRA shows up. Well, and... because the police in Springfield don't actually solve any crimes. I mean, that's true. Uh, I mean, I don't... I, I, you're not wrong. It's just hard. <laughs> it's just uh, another point of another point of you know, like in engineering, you have points Confusion. of fi- points of failure. That's where another yeah. po- another point of failure for me. Uh, so the NRA members show up with their guns and they make Snake run away, but he's not caught. He's not captured, which Lisa points out. Well, to be fair, it would be very hard to capture him now that he has a gun. It's probably not worth it for whatever he stole. That's, so it's yeah, probably it's, the correct decision to it, not go after him. Yeah, sometimes the correct decision is to let. People go so you don't just more create more destruction. Um, but Homer apologizes again. I'm sorry I lied to you, Marge, but this gun had a hold on me. I felt this incredible surge of power, like God must feel when he's holding a gun. So please get rid of it, because I know I'll just lie to you again and again. Okay, so Homer uh, uh, apologizes again for lying again, and. <laughs> Marge takes the gun from him, and then Marge, who has the only thing she said about guns this entire episode is, 
I'm scared. I don't want them in my house. I feel like I'm threatened. My life is threatened when there's a gun in our house. She holds the gun, sees it in the mirror with her, sees herself in the mirror holding the gun, and is suddenly like, no, actually, this is this is so seductive that I'm going to keep the gun and put it in my purse. And then the episode ends. Yeah. If this had been a more cartoony episode of... Uh, it had been a hilarious episode about Homer should not have a gun, that ending makes complete sense. But since this episode seems to have been more along the lines of you know, a serious thing about Marge being scared of something Homer is doing. Her keeping the gun makes zero sense at all. Yeah, and and I I know what they're tr- like, what they're trying to sell in that it like guns are the power of a gun is so seductive, and so insidious, and so like it can insinuate itself into your life, and that is why Homer lied over and over and over again about ha- about not having it anymore, about getting rid of it, and then actually still keeping it, and. I don't, the second time, like, I, like, if, like, they're using that to sell the danger of a gun, right? They're using that, the idea of, like, it's not even just the idea that it can kill someone. It's also that the amount of power it contains can be dangerous to a family. And that feels like, that's an interesting question. Like, I'm totally down for that question being explored somehow, maybe, in fiction. But, but not on The Simpsons. Not in this, and not in this episode. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's a, that's a crazy big, deep idea. Like it's like the, uh, the power the just the power it contains is so, so charismatic that suddenly Homer turns into jerk Homer. That's my question, Matt. I think he's jerk Homer at the end. The second time, like the first time he he messes up. All right. Homer messes up all the time, mm-hmm. but then he, he's contrite at the end. He's, I'm sorry. I changed. I realized I made a mistake. Marge and the family is more important. And that's what they're go. They do, but then he lies. Like he, he he lies, and then he lies again, and then he lies a third time. And at that point, I'm like, I'm off. I'm full on. This is kind of a jerk Homer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. That that's that's the arc of a jerk Homer episode. Is he does something unbelievably horrible, and even when given the opportunity to fix it, he fails to do so. That that is how jerk Homer episodes go, and they usually end with Homer making up for it very quickly in the last minute of the episode, which, to be fair, in this episode, he gives Marge the gun, which is the correct decision, or not, apparently, since Marge is going to keep the gun, but this is jerk Homer to the nth degree. Like, this is this is one of the most awful Homers we've seen in, in episodes. Yeah, like, maybe... It's, I like to think that it's not just me, but if I had someone in my life... And I, it doesn't matter if it's a gun or not, if it's anything. If I like had someone in my life that I truly love, they're my soulmate, firmly established. Yeah. And, and they said, you have this thing, and it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me terrified. Like, And then, then not only if they didn't get rid of it, but they lied about it. And then when I covered, when I confronted them again about it, they lied again. And when I confronted them when a third time, they lied a third time? That is like ending a relationship level of bad like i can't stretch my cred i can't stretch credulity for that and like it just makes homer look like a jerk and like there's especially about something so important about as the safety of the family yeah and i people talk about the scully years as the birth of the really bad jerk homer and i think this like up until this point we've seen it like really bad maybe once or twice and it's debatable you could say add maybe four times in uh, almost 200 episodes but this, I think, might, I don't know, this might be the official spawn. This might be the official 
time where I went, it's, I don't know, maybe in uh, when Flanders failed. I know we had a big problem with it there, but that felt like an anomaly. And this is just, I know that there are some things in this episode where if you grew up in gun culture, if you grew up in a home that had a gun rack or had a family that had a collection or went hunting all the time. And so you're more, you're familiar with, you're familiar with guns. You've got, you go target, target practice, you go hunting and guns are a thing that are more normal. They're more familiar. Uh, I mean, in, I think in healthy, responsible owners recognize the danger they possess and generally treat them with the respect they, they deserve. But I didn't. And I would hope that some of the things Homer does in this are so egregious. And when you do them, like, I think at the end of the day, all the mixed messages about are guns good or guns bad. Homer doesn't deserve a gun, whatever. I can, I can look past all that because other episodes do the same thing and they're fine because they're funny. I can get past it. But at the end of the episode, when Homer is like, I don't want to get past him being such a monster. Like that's monstrous to Marge. And I, can't get past like that that is the thing that's uh, like i thought when i was gonna when i was gonna when like we're sitting down to rewatch this i'm like i'm probably gonna like i remember thinking the gun stuff is very discordant and i wouldn't enjoy it and i still do but the thing that stands out to me the most is homer's homer's the third lie because that just puts it over the edge for me yeah i mean like you said that's this is homer repeatedly lying about something that's incredibly important and you know, the more I think about it, this season's coming up. Those really are where we see a lot of Jerk Homer. So we'll have to keep an eye out in future episodes. <laughs> jerk Homer watch. Oh, okay. Well, that's the end of the episode, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I've, I've been thinking about this episode for a while now. I knew, like, this is what we were going to be talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. Not necessarily enjoy it, but, you know, I'd like to, I put my, put put our honest opinion on it at least. Uh, speaking of that, we'll rank it at the end of the show, and we can move on to my favorite episode. We have a submission, Matt. So Yay! I, Wait, so, what? I, so I immediately I apologize to Ben for crapping on his favorite episode, but uh, <laughs> you're, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and everyone's uh, tolerances for different things are incredibly different. So no, I don't. There's no shame. You can like any episode you like. Uh, hi guys, new listener to Pod. Keep up the good work. Uh, super impressed. Thank you, Ben. Uh, I know it's not a popular opinion, but I very much think the Cartridge Family is one of the best episodes. It doesn't have any songs a la Monorail or a very heartstring pool moment. I think it's a very nice looking American society and a gun culture in general. Uh, montage when Homer is waiting for his background check to come in, complete with a song, has me laughing every single time. Sheer horror of the NRA members at Homer's home mutilation of his gun. Priceless. Especially Mo. Uh, that's my two cents. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Ben, for your response. Uh, if you have a favorite episode coming up, Simply submit it to SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com explaining why it is your favorite. And I'll read it when we get there. Next up, Matthew. Guess Ghost Robbie. <laughs> I was going from a like, hype announcer guy then like Ghost, but okay. Oh, okay. Appreciate that. It's time for a comment to the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments to the news group is where we'll comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, see what they thought about the episode, other stuff that come up. Um, actually, uh, very positive. Very Most most people really enjoyed it, really liked it. Hmm. I wonder if that same thing would happen these days, if this episode was a new episode. I don't know. That's a, I, like that's the thing. Like it, 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 We talk a lot about the Simpsons aren't that dated, but 90s, like 97, like Colum- Columbine was 99, by the way. 
Um, oh, okay. So. And I would like to think that that was a shift in how we thought about it. Certainly, I mean, those of us in school at the time, pro- it might have impacted. I don't know if it impacted us more or less than other people, but it certainly changed how school was after for for me. Like it suddenly that was a thing that could happen, and there was suddenly security people at school knew it could happen, and suddenly it was a thing. And like, and it's the problem is that. Like it hasn't changed. There's still shootings at schools, and maybe this would get a different reaction. I don't know, but they loved it at the time. Lots of A's and B's, and this is a return to form. Saw that multiple times of people who are like maybe a little bit jaded from the last, from the early se- early episodes this season or the the last season or two. We're like, this is, feels like an older episode. And I'm like, um, if you say so. I mean, it does in certain ways, but they're not good ways. I it. I think it Swartzwater episodes always have this kind of whimsical feeling, and a lot of the time, there, most of the time, that's great. But when it, suddenly that whimsical feeling is about guns, it suddenly feels dissonant to me. Uh, also, in the, the the people were getting upset about hyperbole, Matt. What they didn't like? There was there was I I don't know I, I probably have touched on this before i've had to in the years of this but they it feels like they are people are getting upset because people are saying this is the worst episode ever or, this is the best episode ever and suddenly there are people angry that people are saying that there are people angry they're like why are you saying it's the worst it can't be the worst come on don't be so hyperbolic and i'm like on one hand i'm like yeah that's you probably shouldn't just jump on and like immediately say something is the worst or the best immediately but you're posting about you're you're saying hyperbole is bad in your post about how something saying something bad is bad. So like you're the only way to win is not to play. <sighs> Glo- global people online they're glo- always weird. Global thermonuclear thermonuclear war, I believe is that in war games is that the game yeah. the computer plays? Yes, it is. It's a good movie. It really is. It it still holds up. Yeah, war games is good. Matthew Broderick. Young Matthew Back Broderick. Back when he was a wee babe. Yeah, a little little tiny child, Matthew Broderick. Uh, that's about it for the, from, from, the, from the news group. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your happiest Simpsons memory? And I was very, I was very, I, I was trying to go to make, make up for the kind of doom and gloom questions you've had for a couple weeks. <laughs> and I was very happy with a lot of very warm, happy answers. And I, I appreciate everyone who took the time to answer. Uh, from Kevin, a few years ago, I went to my first live pro wrestling show, and in turn, I got to meet a bunch of new friends. One who just had ones who had just as much knowledge of The Simpsons as I did. It was a somewhat surreal feeling, know that even though the show was popular, there are other people except me that watch the show. Great reminder of the impact the show has had. The uh, great reminder of the impact the show can bring to somebody. Uh, Chris, piggybacking on on the on the previous comment from Kevin. Uh, particularly because I'm part of that group of friends he mentioned. There was a wrestling event we all went to, and after the show was over, we stood in the parking lot training Simpsons quotes for a few hours. Memory serves me correctly. It was almost 2 a.m. when we all said, maybe it's time to go home. Good times. <laughs> they also mentioned in later replies about specific wrestlers that joined in, oh. joined in the fun, which they I, I this is an anecdote that I find very uh, funny because uh, there's a, a wrestler who's called Ophidian, who was a, a anthropomorphic snake man 
from ancient Egypt. <laughs> and they sang. And people say wrestling is silly. <laughs> they sang a whacking day to him because he's a Aww. snake. Because he's a snake man. I really That's so perfect. It was perfect, and he. It's a, it's you probably like Shakara, Matt. I'm just that's a wrestling organization that's mostly defunct now. I think, but I think you Aww. would actually. They're very comic booky. They are. They fully embrace the the the, the quote unquote the dumb parts of wrestling. Ooh, fun! And Rob, in the mid 1990s, my grandma gave me a VHS tape of The Simpsons roasting on an open fire as a Christmas present. She's since passed away, but I think of her when I catch the episode, and it makes me smile. Uh, Nick, the, it might be a little cliche, but the summer of the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode was a fun, a long but fun wait. I went through part one, trying to pinpoint who it was. I always thought it was Smithers, of course, which in this episode, they actually, Lisa's like, that would make more sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the night of part two I saw was Maggie. It blew my mind. That's when I honestly fell in love with The Simpsons, and sitting down to watch part two was magic for me. Uh, Daniel, going to Universal Studios and getting to drink a duff or three in Moe's Tavern. It was the culmination of my two great loves, Simpsons and beer. <laughs> Shame that the flaming mo is not an alcoholic, but it was still delicious. Yeah, I was very, di- I was disappointed when I the flaming mo was not an alcoholic. Come on, man! And there's no even fire there. It's just like dry ice or something in the bottom. It at least smokes a little bit. Yeah, that's. I mean, I understand. Like, it's incredibly dangerous to light things on fire at a theme park, like just for in front of people. It's not a ride, but like Universal does such a good job of theming. Usually, that's the. I was well. You go to Harry Potter and there's a dragon that breathes fire, like literally on top of your head. It's very hot. It's close enough to be very, very hot. It's very hot. I mean, like, light a flame and mow on fire. That's all I'm saying. Just uh, do it behind the thing. Yeah, where people like can't have like have, have like a little guard or something, and like let the show go. Like and every make it make it cost five dollars more. Whatever, I don't care. I'll pay the extra five bucks. I get to see like a little fire. Yeah. Especially if that fires because of alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from Alex, uh, growing up, the best part of the week was Sunday nights queuing up the VHS to record the newest episode that I would then watch again and again and again for years. My dad and I would always bond over this experience, and we eventually compiled over 50 tapes filled with back-to-back episodes, doing our best to stop and start the recording to skip commercial breaks. We still have the tapes in our basement. I've always hoped to one day find a working VHS player and relive those nostalgic glory days. <laughs> They're out there. They still You can still get VHS. I have one in my garage. Does it work, though? Yes, it does. My wife is attempting to import uh, her childhood uh, videos of, of her and her sisters. Ah, okay. Uh, so Chris, right after my parents got divorced, my mom told me we'd watch The Simpsons together that weekend, even though I live with my dad. The episode was The Joy of Sect, and she called me at every commercial break so that we could talk about it. That's very sweet. Aww. Uh, Andrew, uh, the night my wife and I got engaged, we came home, back home and watched I Married Marge right after the scene where Marge tells Homer that any ring will do as long as it's from him. Uh, he puts an onion ring on her finger. My wife smiled at me and slipped a peach ring onto mine. It's a sweet, simple gesture, but warmed my, it warmed my, my her loving Simpsons loving heart. Another. No. A lot of very sweet things. Uh, Lauren, spending time with my little brother. We've loved The Simpsons together since we were kids. He's autistic and has an amazing memory for all things Simpsons. I love sending him a random line here in the podcast or meme. I find a line and finish the scenes together. When I go home and visit, he shows me a Springfield on the iPad. The show is special to us. Again, you guys can make me cry. Uh, from Andy, watching The Simpsons with my dad when the show started, and now my son. I've continued on the father-son tradition of watching The Simpsons. Mom gave my dad a hard time for letting me watch it, and now my mom has done the same to me. Uh, Nathan, the show is what made my made me bond with my now wife's younger brother. He's a prime age for the show, and I've had my old season one through eight box sets for Christmas a few years ago. So he argued argued the later seasons were better. Oh no, he still isn't conceded, but he did burn through the whole selection before he went back to school in January. So I think I, <laughs> so I think I technically win. Well, technically is the best kind of correct. 
exactly. Uh, Sean, do it for her. Anyone with kids will get the feels. And Kevin, getting to share it with my kids. Uh, a, at Dr. Bob Blah Blah in Sweet Seymour's Badass Song. Uh, when really ripped off his clothes and crawled through the vents, I realized my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. Grease me up, woman. And she even included a gif of of Willie crawling naked through, or mostly naked through the vents. Greased up Willie. I mean, he is a. I I would hey I wouldn't mind looking like Willie. Talk about the ugliest man in Glasgow all you want, but Willie's ripped. Uh yeah, he he may not have a pretty face, but he, he's got the body. Yeah, he's got he's. He does. Uh, George at Pompeii. George, uh, that's still called the Simpsons in our house from when my eldest was tiny. That's very cute. Uh, Jason at the Soup AFI. I'm 33 now, and I wasn't allowed to watch when they first were on, but my grandma let me watch when I stayed at her house. That's a cool grandma right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Go grandma. Uh, Adam at Four Color Demon 2611. Uh, watching very, every night with my parents as a kid nearly 20, 20 years later and still love quoting it in our house. Finally from Valerie at Rouge Bonsai. Anytime I'm watching it with my brother... And we're nailing all the lines and laughing our butts off together. Lots of sweet answers. I really like it. Matt, what's your answer? Uh, I, I, my best memory probably is coming home from uh, school when I was in middle school, which probably put it between uh, probably 94 and 97, I believe. And that was when the reruns uh, were every day at 6, uh, 6 and 6.30. So every day I would come home from school and avoid all extracurricular activities so I could get my one hour of Simpsons every single – and the worst part is they never played anything from season one, very rarely from season two. It was almost always seasons like three through six. And so those were the episodes I memorized and could quote wholeheartedly other people who obviously thought i was very weird but were impressed by my knowledge so that's how i became the cool kid at school watching an hour of simpsons every day <laughs> you can do it too that's what made you the cool kid yep yep uh i i don't know i i have a lot i mean i think i would probably say what a lot of people were saying is like i had a vh i had one vhs tape that had the simpsons on it and it had you know the same episodes but this was before syndication and i was like so happy to watch those same episodes over and over and over again. And it just makes me think about nowadays, like we have access to so much stuff. It's so easy to watch anything you want most of the time. And yet when I was like, when I was a little kid, just, I was so happy just to rewatch the same three episodes over and over. Cause it was my favorite show. And I just had such a good time watching it. I mean, I watch and I was watching the episodes of my family, like my parents, luckily I had the parents who were like, yeah, he's smart enough. He'll be fine. He's okay. You watch The Simpsons. There's worse. I mean, I'd watch that too, but... <laughs> uh, our listener question of the week next week is, what made it into an episode that surprised you? What would you would have sworn knowing beforehand that wouldn't make it on the air, but The Simpsons slipped it in somehow? A lot of, there's a lot of stuff in there. We're going to have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, post this question on all our social media, mm -hmm. facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod. You can email us again at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Links to all the things are on our website, which is simply the Simpsons Show.com. Guess what, Matt? What? It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S M R T. I mean, S M A R R T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. We do have a wager for this season. Whoever loses must write and record a Trials of Horror segment of their own with doing all the voices. We are tied 12 to 12 after four episodes. Uh-oh, it's getting a little closer this year than it usually is, or this season. Hey, hey, what are you saying, Matt? Are you saying that 
I don't know. Early Normally on. Normally by now, I, I, I have at least a small lead. No, that's not true. Some see, like, I remember distinctly one of our contests, I had a lead going, like, into the midway point, and then you quickly, like, oh. destroyed me for the rest of the time, and then it became a, you know, like, a usual time, I would guess. All right. Uh, I'll start us off. How about that? What You ready for an easy question? I'm ready. These are all from Homer the Vigilante. Oh, what an appropriate episode. <laughs> Maybe I was a little bit inspired. Uh, your easy question. What is the true identity of the Springfield cat burglar? Uh, his name is Malone. Or no, sorry, Malloy. Malloy. Uh, he resides in Grandpa's, uh, nursing home. That is correct. You almost got me. I, All right. I was, I was uh, going like, oh, 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 oh. All right. No, no, okay. No, no. Okay. All right. Uh, all of my questions are Ooh. from, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, where did Grandpa meet Herb Powell's mother in, oh, brother, where art thou? At a carnival. You are correct. Then she had a baby. Yep, because she did things his mother would never do, <laughs> like have sex for money. <laughs> that's that's a really good joke. I don't like that's a that's a really good a really good joke. Uh, Mal- Malloy stole four things from the Simpsons household. What are they? Okay, uh, Lisa's saxophone, Marge's pearls, Bart's stamp collection, and the portable TV. Glad I made that the medium question and not the hard question. <laughs> you are correct. All right. Are you ready for your medium question? Sure. Why not? How much did the Homer cost? <sighs> exactly. If you get it exactly, I'll give you both points. If you get it within 3000 I will give you one point. Oh, man. Hmm. I have a little Homer sitting in front of me, too. Well, I, got, oh. <laughs> I got the Hot Wheels. It was only like $3, so I bought it. Um. I want to, it, it's, I'm between two things and they're really far apart. So I don't, it's one or the other. Um, I, 42,000, $42,000. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. I'm sorry. It's 82,000. 82. Oh, I knew it was a something too. Uh, all right. All right. Dang it. 82. Ugh. I knew it was a lot, but I didn't think it was that much. Okay. Your hard question, Matt, and this is a hard one. What beatnik character does Homer reference while riding the A-bomb Herman has for sale? Uh, Maynard G. Krabs. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's correct, but that's what it sounds like every time he does. You're right. I, I mean, it's not... <laughs> it's Maynard G. Krabs, but you're... I'll give it Krebs, to you. okay. I'll give it to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I don't that. know how you know. Like, that is a weird pool. I don't know how you remember that. I'm never... I just, I remember him saying, take that Maynard G. Krabs, or Krebs, as apparently <laughs> it's, it's, it's Maynard G. Krabs, but whatever. All right, Matt, what's my hard question? Your hard, it's not a hard one, but I, I just want to know if you know this. Oh, God. What company took over Powell, Powell Motors at the end of A Brother Where Art Thou? <sighs> that is a hard question. I don't think Earth knows that. They're uh, actually in several episodes. Oh, good. Uh, that's that makes me feel much better when I don't know it. It makes me no. <laughs> when I realize, oh, wait, this answer isn't that that isn't that bad. But you still are stupid. Got it. Um, they take over for Powell. I have no idea, no clue. Well, I guess I. Uh, what is I, it? I believed in you a little more. It's Komatsu Motors. Oh, <laughs> I was not gonna. I don't remember Komatsu. It's it's also the brand of uh, plow Homer has in Mister Plow. Oh right, okay. You're that's I mean you're right. I don't I still don't remember any of that. Uh, I mean that is a hard question, so you're not wrong. Uh, so that's good. I was tied. That was a nice that was a nice time. 
Hey, hey, you're only you're only down a few few points. Five. I'm down five points, Matt. Hey, that's not so bad. It's not great though. It, I would prefer it the other way, where I'm ahead by five. Oh well, sorry. I know. I I know. It's 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 rough being me. <laughs> I have some bonus questions for you. Are you ready? All right. These these are from John. In continuing the uh, from the trivia game that he discovered. In Lard of the Dance, what is the full name of the new student Lisa shows around school? Uh, Alex Whitney. Correct. Which phone company made a deal with Homer to place a massive phone tower on the Simpsons' roof? Uh, oh, 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 uh, um... Uh, oh, man, it's the episode where he destroys a historical document. Um, oh, God. All right, I'm taking up too much time here, just tell me. Omnitouch. Touch, dang it. What do Lisa and Homer go to after spending time in sensory deprivation? Goat. It's not a good episode, in my humble opinion. It really isn't. Um, I, I have no idea. Demolition Derby, because uh, between uh, a, a adult acting mean and a poor little girl, the adult is the right one. <laughs> what is the name of the owner of the Kids First Industry, which takes over the running of Bart and Lisa's school? Oh, um, man, I am falling down today. So I detract five points from your total, right? No, you definitely don't. <laughs> uh, I can think of so many villain, name, villain names. I'm like, it's not Larry Kidkill. It's not Garth Motherloving. It's <laughs> um, it's a little uh, bit. It's a slightly more subtle than those. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Hope, Matt, is Jim Hope. Okay, yeah, that wasn't there. I don't remember that at all. And this is the final question for today. In this little wiggy, Bart and Ralph visit a toy store where there is a giant fairground Ferris wheel. What is the name of the store? Uh, it's really good. No idea. I'm, yeah, I, I have no clue. It's J.R.R. Toykins. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so I'm five points behind Matt. I just See, that's what I get for my pride. Pride goes before fall. Aww. I'm five points down. Sorry, I'm gonna Robbie. have to. I'm gonna have to make it up. I'm gonna have to be tougher. No more Maynard G. Krebs. Oh, that is a pretty good question. You just didn't count on me remembering the random thing that Homer yells. Yeah, I, those. That's usually the problem when I lose is that I don't count on you knowing everything. <laughs> uh, we can move on to our final segment. We segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. It's part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. All right, Matt. Where are we putting this one? Well, as we said, it it looks like a, an issues episode. It smells like an issue episode. It's just a little bit off. So we should probably find another issues episode. Uh, it's obviously not as good as Homer's Phobia. Uh, we talked about that. I don't think so. No. Mm. No, definitely not. There's also Lisa the Vegetarian. I don't yeah. think it's as good as that. No, definitely not. I'm like going down from that list. I'm like, all right, what's the, what's the next issues episode that I can compare it to? And uh, there really aren't any. There's much to poo about nothing about about nothing, which is about immigration. Which it, this is not as good as that's 76 currently. Goodness gracious! All right. Um, I mean, to be fair, Homer the Vigilante kind of takes an approach to vigilante and vigilanteism. It does. Sort of. It's very much more. It's much sillier. And I think that's yeah. the tone I think you have to hit if you want to do something. Like you ha either be that tone or be a very kind of down to earth homophobia type of thing. Yeah. And it was What about Springfield with a dollar sign? That's kind of about gambling? Eh, not really. And I I don't like how that that's also hey, there's a little bit of jerk homer in there too. 
a little bit at the end of that. Yeah. Um, but hmm. I don't want to like say that I don't enjoy Cartridge Family as like at all. I think there's a lot of there's still a lot of good writing in it. And I mean, the act the, the voice acting is all great. It's funny at times, but it's the gun stuff just doesn't do it for me. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. I, I I don't know. I don't think it's as good as Springfield. I mean, I don't think Springfield's like when, Springfield's not one of my favorites or anything. But I think it's this yeah. is not as good as that. I'm just trying to pick them out as I go down. I'm just like, all right. I'm, yeah. I'm down to a lot of the season two episodes now. I'm just like, well, maybe kind of. Hmm. I mean, okay. When Flanders failed is 157. Is it better than When Flanders failed? Ooh, that is that is our premier jerk homer episode. I think it is better than that. I think it is too. Um. How about two cars in every garage and three eyes in every fish? Hmm. Because that's about, you know, it's like touching on politics a little bit. I don't think it's true, I think but it's, it's, it's more funny than, than issues based. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, blinky and everything. Yeah. I feel like this episode is a little better than that, but not by much. I think it's right above the auto show. Auto show. Number 143, I would put it right above the auto show. Right behind Principal Charming. Yes, I like that because the the ones below it are are good episodes, but they're early episodes, so they don't have the maturity this episode has. But uh, yeah, I like that. That's a good spot. It's just going with my gut. That's all I have left. <laughs> so Cartridge Family number one forty three on our list. Last on our list is Homer's Odyssey at one seventy two. Number one is Homer's Enemy at number one. <laughs> um, you can find this list at our website. TheSimpsonsShow.com, broken down into season and Trails of R segments and overall. So you can think and note and, and notice exactly all the ways in which we were wrong and how we ranked the episodes. <laughs> uh, links to everything there, like I said, Facebook, Twitter, RSS feed, to our Patreon. If you want to keep the show ad-free, throw us a couple dollars. We really appreciate it. Keep the lights on. We put out a lot of stuff for you guys. Yeah, there's we recorded for our wonderful uh, Patreon subscribers. Yeah, we recorded two things before we did this, and then we're gonna do more for the next week. Trying to put out interesting things. I hope you guys like it. I think they'll do it for us today, Matthew. Aren't you excited? I am excited. You, I, I get to go eat now. You get to go eat dinner. Uh, before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please uh, check out my newsletter. It's tinyletter.com/slash Robbie Dorman. Check out my other podcasts, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour, which we might record at some point. After the hurricane <laughs> effects have waned, uh, and uh, Serial Fanaticist, also I might record another one when the hurricane's effects have waned. It's a problem when every all your co-hosts live in Florida. It makes it really hard mm. sometimes. Uh, we not as not everyone is as lucky as Matt. We all just lose a fence. Yeah, everyone else had much worse. We were actually incredibly lucky. Uh, thank and Matt. Multiple people did reach out and ask if you were okay. Oh well, thank you guys. I I, I am totally fine. He's okay. He had to. He had to bring in the outside cats. I did. They were not happy about that. <laughs> I rest assure you. I bet. I bet they weren't. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media unless a certain level of Patreon backer. You will not find him. That's true. However, uh, this weekend I will be digging out. Uh, so if you see a giant bush walking by, feel free to say hi and ask any questions. Digging out. Uh, yeah. Yesterday I built a giant. Uh, I helped my sister clean out her yard, and I built a giant uh, pile of limbs that was taller than I was. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. <laughs> Keep watching The Simpsons. Shh.